Listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Kitsy, and with me, as always, is the uncrushable Caleb Coy. <laughs> Every single week I sit here thinking, like, I'm gonna like I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna have a clever comeback. And every single time it just makes me laugh and I've got nothing. All oh, right. Are you? <laughs> nothing at all, huh? Nothing at all. All right. Well, how Caleb, how are you? It's it's February. I mean, well. Not yet for us. Still, we have another day to go. But when this comes out, it's February. I mean, February's tomorrow. So yeah, for us, it's it's February somewhere. 
That's how that goes, right? That's actually, yeah, it's probably is February somewhere. But uh, I'm feeling uncrushed. That's good. Uh, actually, um, it's been a very mild winter, and I also managed to uproot myself and uh, locate into fresh surroundings uh, just before it got into like even kind of bad, uh, which has very much helped me stave off what was going to be an impending very bad winter mm. uh, after you know the, the previous year of nothing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm uncrushed by winter. That's good. It is currently snowing like a bastard here in Philadelphia, and I am feeling the crush of the snow, and I'm going to have to go out and shovel it all later, and I'm not really stoked about that. So I guess you're probably responsible for like a sidewalk and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. and I, I, my dumbass bought a corner house, so I'm responsible for two sidewalks. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah that's what do they it. don't tell you when you buy a, buy a corner house is that you, you get double the sidewalk to shovel. Anyway, it's February, which means we're back on our bullshit bullshit which is to say that we're back uh rocking out to jams we would normally rock out to so fun fact yeah when you when when you first an, introduced the uh, the month of january as kind of like stepping outside of comfort zone and whatnot uh in my head i interpreted that as like we're gonna do this the entire year i'm like well this is gonna be interesting <laughs> i'm up for the challenge it's gonna be fun but it's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting year uh, and then it was like three episodes in, I realized that you were talking specifically about the month of January. I was like, okay, that might make things a little easier. <laughs> For an entire year, so we, we're only going to talk about music that we don't normally listen to. Yes. So we can talk about No Knife this year is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, yes, we can talk about No Knife this year, but but not, but not today. Not today, no. Because today... Uh, we are talking about the brand new album Clothbound by the Sonderbombs. Uh, brand new. Brand new. This just came out for us two days ago. Uh, mm -hmm. But for you hearing this, it's been out for a whole week now. So hopefully you've had a chance to check it out. But if not, uh, you just heard the track Crying is Cool coming into the podcast, which I believe is the lead single off of the record. I think you're right. And there also is a, uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. There's a music video for this song. Uh, and I'll include a link in the show notes. It's fun. I just watched it uh, as we were prepping. It's shot very much like 70s home video style. Nice. Uh, and it was released in October of 2020, uh, and it's very summery scene. So at least we know that like they didn't try to shoot this for like the the actual release of the record and like had to go out in like swimsuits in like you know 20 degree weather or something like that. I mean, you don't know that they didn't. I mean, I guess I don't know they didn't, but I know that they didn't necessarily have to. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this record is so new, in fact, that uh, when you said uh, this week we're going to talk about the new Sonderbombs, um, I looked up Sonderbombs because I was completely unfamiliar uh, and saw that they'd had a record released in 2020 and a single, a four-song single released in 2021. So in my head, I was like, oh, this must be the new one that we're going <laughs> to listen to. They must have just dropped it, and that's what, what Kissy's talking about. And so I listened to those four tracks. Uh, and as I was drawing closer to uh, you know, preparing for like actually recording this episode, I was like, I should double-check that. Uh, and so I asked you, and you were like, no, and you gave a link to the full-length record. And I was like, but that wasn't there. <laughs> well, yeah, if you looked before Friday, it wasn't there. because I did. It just I, came out I, Friday. I, I've listened to this, uh, well, I listened to the uh, the single for uh, K, 
uh, one of the other tracks on the record, uh, a few times throughout the week. Uh, because that was the newest thing there. Uh, and you, you, you linked me this and I was like, well, I was wrong, I guess. And then I looked and, you know, you said that it, it just came out on Friday. I was like, so I was only partly wrong because <laughs> this wasn't the newest thing. Anyway, but lesson learned is we should probably be more specific when we're telling each other what to listen to <laughs> instead of just saying the new thing by so-and-so, because yes. that's a good point. If you looked at Spotify before Friday, how were you supposed to know there was a new record coming, right? So I probably should have been a little more specific by telling you the name of the record and when it would be released. And it's all right. It's my fault for not doing that. Um, it's I'll, funny, at least. And also, it, it's like it fits very well with the theme uh, that we've talked about a lot, where uh, digital music allows for the return of the single. Mm -hmm. This is a four-song single, and all four songs are from this record. Uh, so it wasn't like I went and listened to like completely different tracks and was totally unprepared. Well, that's good. Crying is Cool was on that. Wow. And that's how we come full circle to, oh, Penelope. You is, hush. Is Penelope crying? <laughs> Penelope's crying. She Because she, it's cool. Because <laughs> I guess I have, I have to pick her up. She was sitting outside the room squawking, so I had to let her in so she wouldn't do that the entire time we're recording, and now she's just going to cry. So here we are. Well, Penelope is very cool, so that tracks. Yes. Yes. She likes to be part of the recordings. Yes, I know. <laughs> As someone who mixes uh, a lot of podcasts that you're on, I, I know. <laughs> Dogs like to be on podcasts. Yeah. It's that's just fact. Yeah. Dogcast. Dogcast. Dog pod? Uh -huh. Pod dog. I wish I wish I could figure out a way to make a podcast by dogs for dogs. Wouldn't that be cool? It would be. <laughs> Let's work on that. Okay. But uh, yeah, Crying is Cool. Uh, this was the first single off the record. As you mentioned, the video came out back in October. Uh, and I kept meaning to listen to this song because I knew it came out and I knew the record was coming and I was like, I got to check that song out. I got to check that song out. And the next thing I knew the record was out. So I completely missed my chance to, uh, to check out the song before the record came out. Um, it sounds like I might've actually heard the song before. Yeah, you did, you did actually, uh, <laughs> which is, which is fun, which is fun. It is. But, uh, I, I like, I like the message of this song. You know, it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's not often that, uh, in society we are encouraged, uh, to be in touch with our feelings, mm -hmm. uh, and to, to express them in ways that we need to. And so to have a song that's all about, you know, I mean, yeah, it's called crying is cool, but I, I feel like it's more, the overall message of the song is more just like, Hey, express your emotions however you need to is kind of what I took from it. Yeah. It's kind of a, like... Like you said, there isn't enough acknowledgement that it is okay to mm -hmm. have, to experience and to express emotions, much less encouraging doing that and saying like, you know, do what you need to do, feel what you need to feel and express that however that, that makes sense to you. And um, it's like, I still have trouble with that, even knowing that now as an adult and accepting uh, and like kind of pushing past all of the, the weird toxic bullshit that I was raised with. Like, I still have trouble with the idea that it's okay to cry, especially around other people. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, this is a, 
a real message. You know, and I think the the chorus sums it up perfectly with the, with the the opening line of "No one ever tells us it's okay, but it's okay." Mm-hmm. And you I are safe. That. I love that. It's so. And, it's just. It's. It's like it's like the lyrical equivalent of getting a hug. Yes, it really is. That's how I feel. And you know, the, please don't tell yourself that it's not right. If it feels right, I'll hold you tight into the night. Yeah. And like, there's there's more of that hug. And yeah. just it gets, it gets a little snugger there. It does. Um, and I think musically, it fits too, because it's a very kind of lighthearted, almost like whimsical sort of melody, but uh, it, like, it, it's uplifting mm-hmm. is how I would describe it. Um, and uh, you know, very apparent right away in this song uh, is something that I noticed throughout this record. The bass work is phenomenal. Yes, <laughs> both both in tone and in performance so 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 good uh, uh yeah very much uh in the, the forefront of my mind having just uh invested in in buying a new one for myself so that i could get back into playing uh and then i was listening to this last night thinking like can i learn any of these songs <laughs> caleb you can learn all of these songs uh, maybe probably i mean they're th- i mean they're playable a human being played them so you don't know that well, according to their Bandcamp page, uh, Kevin Cappy played all the bass on this record. So, yeah, I mean, if you believe the internet, <laughs> I believe the Bandcamp page that the band set up specifically for this record. Yes, I do. Speaking of the Bandcamp band page, will be linked in the show notes if yes. you want to show some support to this band, uh, either right away or uh, on an upcoming Bandcamp Friday. Uh, you know. You, you you do you. You you choose when and how you show support. Yeah. Uh, I'll also throw out there that they have um, a whole bunch of merch on there, uh, all different colors of vinyl, which I will be purchasing here as soon as this podcast <laughs> is over. Um, they have all kinds of bundles. They've got uh, T-shirts. They've got... Uh, what else they got here? They've got a there's crying a sleep is cool mask. sleep mask, yes. That's great. Um, and a, a wine glass as well. There's a wine glass. There is a three-pack of bath bombs. <laughs> so, it's, it's you know. very good. Just everything you need is right here on this Bandcamp page. Don't shop anywhere else. This is your new Amazon. Um, They've got bundles, but they don't have any bindles. Although they do have a handkerchief, a crying is cool so handkerchief. So you could make your own bindle. You could make your own bindle, a DIY bindle kit. Just have to find a stick. <laughs> Just add stick. <laughs> Excellent. Very good. Uh, yeah, well, Caleb, you mentioned listening to the song K, uh, which is my new favorite name for a song. So why don't we go ahead and talk about that one next? Okay.
this might be the heaviest band with a ukulele in it that I've ever heard. <laughs> I love, uh, I probably won't, won't reference it a lot because I, I just stumbled across it before we started recording. It was kind of skimming, uh, but I'll link. There's a, a Cleveland.com article because this band is from Cleveland uh, that's talking about the release of it. Uh, and they mention how they give from the, like, um, you know, kind of uh, upbeat pop songs and some punk influence. And of course, there's a ukulele. I'm like, what? And then I listen, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that I really love about this is this is the second to last track on the actual full length record, mm-hmm. but it's the first song on the, the single. So it's the first song that I heard. This was my introduction to Zonderbombs, this song. Nice. <laughs> what a good one. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's I love the dynamics of this song because it's it's almost yeah in the best way possible it's almost like three songs strung together because uh, you have the, these verses that are just these huge uh, heavy like growly bass tone uh, parts and the choruses that are like really quiet and like kind of sing songy uh, and the bass is like dancing I'm gonna reference the bass a lot because it's my favorite part of this whole record uh, and then there's this like chaotic breakdown bridge that's very like old yeah yeah yes like art star yeah like, <laughs> she's she's yelling and the uh, guitar chords are dissonant and crazy and it's heavy uh, and then in the end it's back to this like sing songy chorus but with sleigh bells yeah <laughs> just why not let's put some fucking sleigh bells I love it gotta have the sleigh bells <laughs> those bells sleigh you know. Is that anything? Did that work? Yeah, that worked. Okay. Uh, the thing I think that stuck the most out to me about this song is um, is the line, I hope your heart hurts dirty. Mm-hmm. It's just, that says it all right there, I think. And like, it's, there's a lot of anger in this song. Mm-hmm. And that's not a judgment because I don't know the scenario around it written. Uh, but any song that ends with, Chloroform and wine, oh, mixing it ain't a crime. I'd love to watch your heart flatline. Uh, this person's working some stuff out, and uh, hopefully only through song and not through actions. <laughs> hopefully. But you know what? I'm not their dad. That, well, as far as you know. <laughs> yeah. As far as you know. As far as I know. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny, listening to this, uh, over and over again today in my studio while I soldered a patch bay for uh, hours on end because that's what I do with my life now. Uh, I couldn't help but notice how good the production on this record is. And mm-hmm. uh, I remember a few times thinking like, I got to look up who produced this. This was really fucking good. And then yes. looking at the Bandcamp page, it was of course uh, Joe Reinhardt who uh, plays guitar in Hop Along, one of my favorite bands. And mm-hmm. uh, also produces records at a studio here in Philadelphia called Headroom, where they recorded this record. And I was like, "Oh, well, that explains it." <laughs> Neat. <laughs> and it's like it's got to be interesting to uh, to have gone and, and recorded this with him because they they reference Hop Along as a as an inspiration for the record. And it, like uh, you said, Reinhardt was that guy's Joe Reinhardt, yeah, surname Joe Reinhardt, yeah. So they, they reference him specifically as someone that they look up to, and like. That's always really interesting to go and like, yeah, like, 
we really like love and respect like what you do musically and like here's our songs help us with them and like if that can go a couple different ways and uh, it went very right here yeah i mean <laughs> can't speak for their experience recording it but i'm sure it was fine uh but it's I hope the, so. the end product is amazing sounds great it was a very intense two weeks it was really nice to be holed up in a studio with this producer this musician who we all admire working on these songs together it was pretty magical well there you uh, go so sounds like it was a good experience sounds like it uh either that or hawks is a good liar i uh you know i i i believe it because uh i've met joe once and he was probably the nicest person i've ever met so look at that uh you know mm, i believe it it's nice that there's there's nice people out there. I know. We don't have enough of them in the world, I feel like. More nice people, please. Yeah, let's make more of them. Uh, but before we do, before we make more nice people, <laughs> uh, I would like to go out uh, of the first half of this podcast talking about The Brink. I picked this song specifically just for how much of a jam it is. Yeah. Like, the chorus is just hella catchy they do one of my favorite things vocally uh where the harmonies one voice stays on an, like a high note and the other walks down yes. below it and oh my god that kills me every time and like i don't know if you saw my face but like listening to it this time through they did that and i'm just like oh that's real good it's such <laughs> a good little like it's it's such good ear candy, mm-hmm. is what that mm-hmm. is, and I I just I love that. Um, yeah, I didn't really pick this song for any specific reason other than it's just a jam. Um, you know, kind of tells the story of just a uh, relationship, not necessarily a remote a romantic one, although it could be. Uh, but just like uh, where communication kind of breaks down and and uh, just having trouble talking to someone, and that sucks. I feel like this uh, maybe just kind of a bit of like who this band is uh, from a writing perspective. But uh, once again, there's a bunch of like really great separate and distinct elements that flow together so well in this mm-hmm. song that they don't they don't feel like you know I, I said in the in uh, I think it was K that uh, yeah it felt like different songs, but I don't mean that it felt like they were just mashed together and didn't work. It just they. They're very separate, very distinct, but they flow so well together as a whole. And the same thing happens a lot here. Where like the opening feels very much again like uh, old uh, reputation. Uh, okay. But like just that, just that opening riff, and then it goes into something totally different. And then uh, you know we were listening through, and it gets to the bridge, and you're like it's the slow, pretty part, and it is like this very like twinkly guitar, like picking part, just like quiet vocals, uh, and even like the the very. And like the outro is just like one guitar doing this like noodling lead, uh, and it's, it, it all works so well together. Uh, and I'm really impressed with this band with how they they write their parts. Yeah, it, it's it, these songs are very well written. They're very well arranged. Mm-hmm. Too, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's one thing to write a good song, but then to to do a good arrangement of it just makes it all that much better. Um, yeah. Exactly. Also of note, uh, the drumming on this record is extremely good. And that is because it is done by none other than Jer Birkin, who we had on the podcast uh, last year to talk about the state of the music industry shortly after the pandemic hit. Oh, yeah. neat. Yeah. 
So that's really cool. Yeah. So Jer's playing drums for uh, for Sonderbombs now, which is super cool. Weren't they in Philly? Who knows where people are? But you know, Caleb, Me. as you know, it is possible to be in a band and live in a different place than the rest of the band. <laughs> that is true. That is true. It's difficult, but it's possible. It's possible. Um, I just I, I was really uh, really impressed to, to hear that this band had come out of Cleveland, just because I know that Cleveland used to have a really great music scene. Uh, and I don't say that as though it's like totally past tense. I just don't know really anything about their scene now. Um, but the, the vibes of this record so far uh, are like very reminiscent of a lot of the old uh, Rust Belt, pop punk and emo mm-hmm. uh, that I used to listen to a shit ton of. And like, that makes me happy. Yeah. One, uh, one thing I thought of a lot when listening to this was like, 15, 20 years ago, Caleb would eat this shit up. Oh, my God, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been just losing my mind at every show. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, now Caleb's still loving it, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nice when they're, like, like, it doesn't always happen that way. And, like, you've, you've had that experience, too, where, like, this is something I would have loved, you know, 20 years ago, whatever, but like now it's like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's nice when that connection still happens. Yeah. Like, I would have loved this. Turns out I still do. Yeah. Well, why don't we go ahead and take a break? Uh, take a break, a break, take a break, listen to the brink. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll take a break. We'll listen to the brink. When we come back, we'll talk about some more songs off of Clothbound. So, uh, don't, uh, don't stop the podcast. It's not as catchy as stay tuned, is it? Don't stop believing. Don't, Okay. Like nothing's changed, it hasn't will again. I 
I'm Michael Fight, and I'm here with a brand new show called Fight Jokes About Everything. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we're going to bring up a brand new topic, something that's hot on the internet because, because I live on the internet. And we're going to take those silly things and we're going to joke about them and we're going to, you know, talk a little bit about the history of them and talk about why the internet is such a terrible but wonderful place. So please join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for this brand new Night Shift Radio original. For more information, go to nightshiftradio.com and of course, subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Hi, I'm Sarah Sweeney, host of the new podcast, Latchkey Kids. Right now, we're all at home, left to our own devices without any adult supervision. Each weekish, I'll talk to my fellow Latchkey Kids about what they're up to, how they're wasting time, and, because I can, make them perform a dramatic reading of a TV show theme song. So join me, wherever you get your podcasts. Mindless monsters, once thought human, fill the streets. A corrupt government threatens the lives of the people it's meant to serve. This sounds a little too familiar. Is this real life? Or a video game you can play for fun? Shift Talk Q, Night Shift Radio's newest original production, is your LGBTQ centered source for creative and thoughtful discussions and news at the intersection of gaming, diversity, and community. You can expect unboxings, game reviews, let's plays, community nights, celebrations of what video games are doing right, critical conversations about where the gaming industry needs to do better, and so much more. Be the first to know when new episodes drop by following us on Twitter and Instagram at NSR Shift Q. And on Twitch at Shift Q to join the community. For more information about Shift Alt Q, visit nightshiftradio.com.
You're still listening to Left of the Dial. I am still Kitsy. Caleb is still uncrushable. It's true. And we're still talking I, about Clothbound by the Sonderbombs. I keep forgetting that that's what this record's called. It's called Clothbound. It is. It's called Clothbound. By it's the like, Sonderbombs. Like a book. Like a book. Like cloth a book. Bound. Yeah. A book bound in cloth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, I wonder if that's why they called it uh, that. Uh, maybe. For those not familiar with the uh, the book industry terminology, uh, cloth bound refers to what we would traditionally refer to as a hardcover. Because uh, you have cloth bound uh, or paperback. Okay, now... I know you have extensive experience in the publishing industry, so I'm going to need you to explain to me why a hardcover book uh, is referred to as cloth-bound when I would typically think of cloth as something that is anything but hard. Uh, So I don't know the exact reasoning, but my assumption being that uh, a cloth-bound book binding uh, usually starts with some sort of... uh, semi-hard material. I think, I assume it's a cardboard. I try not to break open my book covers because <laughs> uh, I like to treat my books with respect, but that's what I assume there, uh, which is then bound usually in uh, a kind of coarsely knit cloth of some sort. Oh. Uh, sometimes leather, you'll hear leather bound, like many leather bound books, uh, but traditionally a, a hardcover book that you would find in a bookstore uh, is, is some sort of uh, hard panel bound in cloth and glued together and then you have like the paper inset panels and then the pages are all glued together and bound into that cover well you'll learn something new every day huh yeah that it confused me at first too when people would refer to uh cloth or paperback i was like none of these books are cloth the fuck are you talking about <laughs> i was the asshole yes surprise well, as is often the case <laughs> As is uh, often the case. Well, Caleb, uh, speaking of assholes, this song is called Swing on Sight, which I can only assume uh, is how you feel about uh, what happens when you run into a particular asshole uh, from your that past. That makes sense, actually. That's, that's what I'm guessing. I um, hadn't thought of that, but now that you say it out loud, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And you definitely get the, the sense of uh, some sort of interpersonal relationship or interaction gone terribly wrong. Uh to the point of uh, potentially no uh, no reconciliation. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of the the vibe I get from it is like finding out someone isn't who you thought they were. Uh, probably mm-hmm. because of the repeating line of uh, "I know things about you that I can't unlearn." Yeah. Uh, so you know, finding out someone has a shitty past, uh, or you know, has done things that you just can't uh, can't can't uh, get down with. I love how this track opens with, uh, of course, there was a moment where I was still looking forward to just speaking with you. Yeah. A lapse in judgment, we're sure. I concur. Not another word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I'm glad you brought that up because um, the the delivery on that, especially with the, the speaking repeated, uh, mm-hmm. the way that line's repeated, uh, the delivery for that is very Fallout Boy to me, actually. Well, this, the, the verses are delivered in a very like old school pop punk. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, like, yeah, very, very follow up boy esque. Yeah, uh, uh, which, as we know, uh, is apparently my favorite band. Yes, and that is canonical. Uh, it's been said on this podcast many times. Yeah, you know, no matter how much I, I protest that uh, uh, those statements were made under duress, uh, <laughs> to the point where, like, I don't feel like I, I was even myself that day. Uh, 
Well, there's no way to, to there's no way to prove it. otherwise. So, <laughs> oh man! And if you're not sure what we're talking about, uh, there's a great episode. Oh, a few a few months back, where uh, Caleb came on the podcast, as I normally as, do. as he normally does, but uh, talked about in great detail about how much he loves Fallout Boy, and uh, it was a great episode. If I remember correctly, that was our episode where we discussed Dave Huss's uh, dual EP, Patty Patty. That's, yes, that's the one. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Which I, I selected and to this day know very well. Yes. Inside and out. And uh, <laughs> and somehow you just couldn't stop talking about your love for Fallout Boy in that particular episode. So I just, yeah, I, I, I didn't miss a single opportunity to put it out there into the universe. You really didn't. <laughs> so uh, So here's the question, Caleb. Yes. You're in a room. I'm in a room. Fallout Boy is also in that room. Swing, uh, on, okay. sw- swing on sight? I mean, they're all there or just like... All of them. One of them. All of no. them. No, I'm not going to get in a brawl with all of them. Okay, it's just, I mean, Pete, just Pete Wentz. Maybe. <laughs> Like, look, we're we're all getting up there in age at this point, and I don't know how well they're taking care of themselves. I'm I'm doing okay myself these days, so like, I got a shot, maybe one on one, but I'm not gonna try to take them all. That's fair. <laughs> that's a good. That's probably a good strategy. <laughs> um, I know. I guess I guess I would need to see updated live footage of, of Pete and see how well he's doing those uh, base spins these days. If he's nailing them, then no. <laughs> Yeah, if he's w- not even trying anymore, then, like, let's rumble. You wouldn't want to take a base spin to the face, that's for sure. No. <laughs> well, we've gotten so far off the off the track here of Swing on Sight. Should we uh, move on to uh, to another one? Yeah. We can do that. Cool. I didn't realize this, but I'm, I'm, I've been going in order the last couple songs. Um, but uh, I wanted to talk about the one about you. Is that a Friends episode? No, it's a song by the song. Play the, play the song.
So I picked the one about you specifically because... About me? What? About me? Yeah, the one about you. Oh. Yeah, this one's about you, Caleb. That's wild. I know. That's why I picked it. <laughs> uh, no, I've, I, of course, picked it because... Uh, Throwing back to our episode last week, uh, this one has some serious Lila Foy vibes to it. Oh my god, it's like it's dream pop. Mm -hmm. It's so like breathy and like just this super super wet reverb on the vocals, just like very atmospheric, and, and it's like it it feels a little bit like almost like mid century. Uh, like radio pop, like some oldies in, at times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a whole lot to say about it other than that. I just thought the vibe of this song was really cool. It's got a horn section. It does. Like, how, how cool is that? And I couldn't find, uh, I didn't see in their credits on Bandcamp who played the horns. If anyone out there knows who plays the horns, let us know. Yeah. Hit us, hit us up on, on social media so we can give, uh, give credit. Yeah. Because apparently they're not going to do it. So, yeah, you know. <laughs> Jerks. The hell? <laughs> what the hell? Uh, this is a very short song, too. It is. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a short record. It's a 10-song record that clocks in at right about 30 minutes. So, um, it's, for the most part, these are, these are not long songs. The longest one is like just over four minutes, I think. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's very easy listen, very approachable. Uh, but it's not easy listening. Let's, let's no, it's make not, that clear. No, it's not easy listening. It is an easy listen. Um, I, I sat down to listen to it uh, in preparation, and I hit it. Like, again, I'd only listened to the, uh, the four-song single, uh, which is uh, understandably even shorter, significantly. Mm -hmm. um, so like, I knew that they weren't necessarily long songs. But I, I put this record on, I listened to it, and like next thing I knew it was over. I was like, shit. That can't have been all ten songs. I looked, and sure enough, mm -hmm. it was. Um, but yeah, it's it's a very easy one to just like if you're like checking it out for the first time, just throw it into your rotation. You know, whether it be like you know, during your morning coffee or you know, just listen in the background at work or whatever. Um, that's a it's an easy one to do. That I think. Absolutely. You know, what we have to talk about this week. What do we have to talk about this week? It's not related to this record, but then I don't want to talk uh, about it. Oh no, but we have to. Mm. Next week is a big deal. Oh, for next, us. Next week's a big deal for us. Why? What's uh, next, what's next week? Next week's a big deal for us because next week we are doing a network wide night shift media group, night shift radio uh, podcast crossover event. Uh, this will be the first time that we've attempted something so ambitious. And uh, we're very excited about it. You may, you, if you follow any of our other podcasts, you may know that I uh, never heard of it in Second Edition 1, just did a, uh, a two-episode crossover. Uh, but this Friday, or next Friday, I guess, the, uh, the 12th of February, uh, we're combining uh, the Superpod HeroCast, uh, Left of the Dial, Fight Jokes About Everything, and possibly, I don't want to commit them if they're not ready yet, but possibly our friends over at Shift-Alt-Q as well, uh, with an event featured around Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And uh, I cannot wait here on Left of the Dial to talk about the soundtrack to that movie. Uh, because as I mentioned to you, uh, a good number of those songs were written and uh, at least partially performed by none other than Beck. 
Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. That soundtrack slaps, <laughs> as the kids say. It absolutely does. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to that. So uh, if you're not already uh, following us, make sure that you uh, give us a follow or subscribe or whatever on your platform of choice to make sure you don't miss that. Uh, but if any of this sounds interesting to you, go and check out the other, other podcasts uh, on Night Shift Radio. You can head over to nightshiftradio.com to see all about the, uh, the various shows that we have. Uh, as well as some uh, some other upcoming projects that are that are coming down the the night shift pipeline, uh, but yeah, if you if you like talk about uh, superhero movies, the super pot hero casters, uh, going to be breaking this down. Well, I guess comic book movies specifically because uh, Scott Pilgrim isn't necessarily a superhero. Uh, they're going to be breaking this down from a, a film perspective, and uh, you know we're going to be talking about it musically and so on across uh, all the various shows. So. Uh, I would say you don't want to miss it, but like I don't know what's in your head. I yeah, maybe you do. You... Maybe you hate Scott Pilgrim, and that you know what—that's valid. He's a whiny that's, little bitch. Uh, he is. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. But the music slaps. The music slaps. You know what? I I watched that movie uh, recently again uh, after not wa- having watched it for a while, and I've come to the conclusion that movie would be so much more enjoyable without Scott Pilgrim in it. <laughs> I. I, I think I, I sit pretty cozily in the the spot where like Scott is an idiot, but the movie is fantastic, uh, and I think Michael Sarah plays the the Scott character perfectly. Yes, I don't think there's there's uh, any way that that could have been done better, uh, and so I, I I think it it holds up pretty well. Yeah. Also, I love Toronto. It's a great city. Toronto's a cool city, uh, but you know what's not uh, in Toronto? Me. Yeah. Or you? Or me. Well, you don't know where I am. I do know where you are. You you don't. Do you really, though? I do. How do you know? I'm tracking you. That's creepy. It is, isn't it? Uh, but what I was going to say that's not in Toronto is the Sonderbombs. They are not in Toronto as far as we know. I so say, you don't know that. <laughs> you don't know that any more than I know where you are. Well... Or you know where I am. We can't leave the country right now because pandemic. So I'm fairly confident they're not in Toronto. We can make reasonable assumptions, but that's all. That's all. That's all. Uh, <laughs> and so we have one more song to talk about on Clothbound. And I, I figured I'd save the last for last. Wild. I know. That uh, rarely happens. That rarely happens. But today it did. And uh, it just occurred to me that... Uh, yeah, other than Crying is Cool, everything I picked was just the second half of the record. <laughs> <laughs> that also rarely happens. Yeah. Interesting. Is, so I feel like yeah, a lot of records get very like heavily front-loaded with like all of the jams, boom, boom, boom. They want to get your attention right away. And then if there's going to be filler, it filters in through like the, the middle and second half of the record. And then maybe they try to come back and end it strong. This is one of those uh, rare and beautiful records that holds its weight like through the the, the whole thing. Uh, there aren't really down points, and I respect that. I do too. Uh, but of course, the last song on the record is called "Play It by Fear." If I had to describe this song in one word, it would be driving. Yeah. What if you had to describe it in two words? Hella driving. <laughs> okay. Stay with me. Oh, what if you had to describe it in seventeen words? That's I, that's too specific. I can't. 
I can't do that off the top of my head. Uh, okay, how about three? Can you do three? Without using words you've already used. Big fucking jam. Yeah, there we go. There it is. Big fucking jam. <laughs> uh, uh, this is a, a great way to end the record. It's a very memorable song that uh, I feel like this is the kind of track that you put at the end of the record to make people want to say, well, I want to hear it again and start the record over. As someone who listened to this record on repeat many times today, I can confirm that that works because <laughs> every time it was over, I was like, fuck it. One mo again. It's, it's not unheard of, but it's not particularly common for uh, the last track on a record to be in contention for my favorite. Uh, and Ooh. this very much is. Uh, in, I need to in, spend more time with the whole record to, to say for sure. Uh, but right from the fucking lovely, perfect pun in the name, play it by fear instead mm-hmm. of play it by ear, uh, to like that opening riff and like you said, the way that it ends with the like just super distant... Uh, quiet vocals and everything like it's it's a jam and uh, it, it might be the best jam on the record so if this is your contender a contender for your favorite song on the record what else is in, in the running I have to ask uh, again like going back to the theme of the, the back half of the record being uh, suspiciously strong uh, K we mentioned earlier is the second to last track and like back to back this is a powerhouse ending to this record it really is um, I also I love the first track Papillion which we didn't talk about but like it absolutely warrants uh, some time spent listening uh, is a really great way to open uh, so I would say probably between those three that's a that's a good uh, a good spread there and mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the back half of this record, it, it doesn't slow down. I mean, the front half is just as good. I just, uh, I don't know. I was just picking songs at random, uh, and then I, I guess I just accidentally picked the whole back half of the record. Um, <laughs> didn't mean to. Didn't, didn't totally mean to fine. do it that way, but uh, it, was, it was hard to narrow it down because there wasn't a song I didn't want to talk about, you know? No. It, it, it's, it's 10 songs, and they are all good. Uh, yeah. this and record doesn't slow down. It doesn't drop off. It just, it, it like what you sign up for at the beginning is what you get at the end. I mean, it, theoretically, if we didn't have any rambling or side tangents, uh, we could have talked about this entire record and still had time. That's not, <laughs> it's so short. We, we can't, we're not, no, there's no, no way. I mean, it wouldn't have happened. I'm just saying like it could theoretically have, but could theoretically, uh, but I'm going to assume by now that you, the listener, are in love with the Sonderbombs and are going to go listen to this record in its entirety if you haven't already, uh, because it's very good and you should do mm-hmm. that. Uh, Agreed. Because it's it's a good one. Uh, Caleb. Yeah. I I was trying to come up with a clever way to segue into the plugs, <laughs> but I I didn't have one. So why don't you plug some stuff? <laughs> Well, we've already talked about where you can find uh, Night Shift Radio, and you should check out the the various other shows. Uh, and if you're interested in hearing more, you can always uh, check us out on social media. Uh, lately, these days, I know I personally uh, do most of my jabbering uh, related to these shows over on the the Twitter at uh, Caleb Micah, and uh, over on Instagram at the same uh, handle. Uh, I just posted a photo of my beautiful new bass that I just bought. Oh, it's so pretty! Hopefully be uh, making some music with that again soon, getting, getting myself back into the, uh, the, the mindset needed yeah. to say, you know what, fuck COVID, fuck this pandemic, fuck being locked down. Like, let's make some jams again. 
Uh, and so that's that's where I am right now. But uh, Kitsy, where can uh, where can people learn more about you? You know, Caleb, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I did have an ulterior motive starting this podcast, and that was to get you excited about making music again. And I'm glad to hear it, that at least maybe it <laughs> sort of helped a little bit. <laughs> it didn't uh, hurt. So hooray. Uh, yeah, you can, of course, find me on the Twitter and the Instagram at Hey Kitsy. Hey Kitsy. <laughs> Hey, I was taking a drink. <laughs> I almost missed. You knew you. it was coming. <laughs> I did. I don't know why you you you. I, just, I thought I had more time. You thought you had more time, but uh, but you didn't. Uh, oh, hey, we have a Patreon now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just us. It's our entire network of shows over on Night Shift Radio. We have a Night Shift Radio Patreon, so uh, you can support us, but you can also support all the other wonderful shows on the network uh, by becoming a patron. And, uh, you know, if you can, that's great. But if we can't, if you can't, you know, we, we understand it's, it's been, it's been a rough year for everyone and that's fine. Uh Uh, but if you can't join our Patreon, what you could do that would really help us out is leave us a a, a review on, uh, on Apple podcasts. Just, uh, yeah, go tell, go tell Tim Cook how much you like our podcast and then maybe he'll give us money. I don't know how that works. Is that how that works? (laughs) Uncle Tim, can we have some money, please? Uh, and you know what? You know, leave a, a rating review on, on podcast platform where it's available, and even just you know tell a friend. Yeah, say hey, I I checked out there. There was some guys on the internet talking about music. <laughs> Go listen to, them. and it was tolerable. I <laughs> was tolerable. I made it to the end. <laughs> or like I didn't, you know, I, I listened to more than half. Well, by this point, you've listened to the whole thing, unless you did that thing where you skip ahead a bunch, in which case, hey, I'm not here to judge how you listen to podcasts. Yeah, yeah it's your time. You spend it how you want. Yeah. Life uh, is precious. But we're going to spend our remaining time hearing Play It By Fear off of the album Clothbound by the Sonderbombs. Just came out a week ago. Definitely go to their band camp, check out their vinyl, check out all their merch. The uh, DIY bindle kit. Yeah, the DIY bindle kit. Uh, the bath bombs, uh, because of course, why wouldn't you self-care self-care? Yeah. You know what? We could all use a little self-care right now. So get, get those, get those bath bombs. Tell them we sent you. (laughs) Tell them we said it was okay. You can get the bath bombs. Tell tell them Kitsy and Caleb sent you. Yeah. (laughs) Who the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't know who they are, but they sound great. Uh, so Yeah. Play it by fear. We're going to hear it now. So this has been Left of the Dial. I have been Kitsy. Caleb has been Coy. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back next week. 